You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it with tales from all over the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hey, 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 AP, how's it going? Hey, Murph, it is fantastic over here in the RAGBRAI office. Good, good. And here in Iowa, at least uh, last night, the night before we recorded this, we got some really significant, like, slushy, good snow. And I don't know if you went out in it, but I had a blast fat biking in the dark and in the snow last night. (laughs) Well, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to forget that it even existed. No, just kidding. I'm hoping to go cross-country skiing tonight, but I haven't been out yet except to shovel a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we um, ended up finding some nice bike trails, so we weren't in the way of any sliding cars. And, oh, my gosh, it was so peaceful. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really gorgeous last night. I was out walking the dogs. I guess I was out in it walking the dogs. Okay, And it was like being in a snow globe. Yeah, yeah. And, like, fat biking for me and just being out in the snow – kind of makes me think about being a kid again because it's like such like a well except when you're shoveling (laughs) so when you're out (laughs) just having fun you kind of think about that and that is a really good segue into um, today's interview which is with Jeff the executive director of the dream team so oh great I know so let's take a just a few minutes first I'm going to ask you do you have any personal memories of biking as a kid well I mean, of course, I rode my first rag ride when I was 12, so I have a lot of memories of that and um, the pain involved. (laughs) But uh, one of my more positive memories as a kid was um, we would stop always when my brother got old enough to join us, uh, actually both brothers, but one of them in particular, we would go to the Pancake Man or Chris Cakes every day, Mm -hmm. and um, his goal was to eat as many pancakes as possible. Oh, geez. And one day, an adult biker noticed that my brother was doing this, so they had an unofficial, like, eating competition, (laughs) and I believe that day, my brother ate 32 pancakes. (laughs) No! Yeah, no, I mean, he ate a lot of pancakes and the other guy ended up beating him the guy the man i don't know what he looks like he was wearing a black jersey with skulls on it that's all i remember um but my brother spent a lot of time in the ditch after that well i was gonna say like was your mom like come on this is no she's be... like great calories for a growing boy <laughs> <laughs> uh you know what and that is the, i'm actually not even really a biking story and it's about my brother so like sorry yeah. about that but yeah Well, my uh, only memory of you as a child on a bike is a photograph that you put up on social media occasionally. Mm. And it's like you on this old school bike and you're, you know, you look like you're on a mission to go as fast as possible. You might have even been maybe trying to do a wheelie. I don't know. It's the cutest picture. (laughs) Yeah, I used to love that bike. It was a sparkly purple Schwinn and it was my first full-size bike Mm. so that's why I look so tiny riding it but if you look at the picture I'm wearing sandals with socks and bracelets I'm like I'm owning it my parents live on a large hill so I was just really really uh, enjoying that in that picture (laughs) good good yeah well I would say my I don't remember learning how to ride a bike but I do remember like my first significant bike which was called the Miss America Um, it was I believe uh, I think it was a Schwinn, but it came from Sears. They used to make bikes. Oh, yeah. And it was literally red, white, and blue. And, and the fender, 
I'm sorry, what would it be called? The chain cover actually says Miss America on the side. So, you know, banana seat, big ape hanger, ape hanger. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ape hanger, handlebars. It was awesome. Yeah. But I also do remember riding uh, at my grandma's house on the sidewalk and somehow hitting, you know, where the sidewalk was uneven and going head over first, flipping my bike and landing square oh. on my forehead. <laughs> and I left my bike and I went running to my grandma's house. And I remember with my fist holding the big knot that was on my head. So it was that big. And then we went, you know, I was devastated. Put My grandma put ice on it and a Band-Aid. I think I was fine. And we walked back to go get my bike, and there was literally a trail of blood the whole way. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, I don't know if that's necessarily, like, a a fun biking memory. (laughs) I know. Thank goodness that I didn't, like, take that as... I'm never biking again. My life well, would be so different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, that's part of biking. You just kind of persevere and keep going when, right. during adversity yeah. <laughs> or blood. Yeah. And it goes, you know, it goes along with it is like the freedom of biking. Like, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm probably much, well, I know I'm much older than you, but I remember being allowed to ride around the block, of course, like at my grandma's, like I mentioned. And Mm -hmm. it was liberating. Like I could be like, I could be out of her eyesight as long as I stayed on the sidewalk and went around, you know, a true block. It was perfect. And then I I do remember as I got older that it was no big deal to hop on my bike after breakfast and be nowhere near home until it was dinner time. Like, you know what I mean? It was just, that was just the way life was then. You know, my mom would just be like, did you have a good day on your bike? Like, who knows where I was? I was... Yeah. You know, on the bike trails, I was at the mall. I, I highly doubt I had a lock or a helmet to my name, but I had a blast. How about you? You know, it's you know what's really funny though is that you're exactly the same today, except you have a helmet, and we can track you and find my friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's just out there. <laughs> that, is that is so true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably my favorite memory of having freedom on the bike, or one of my many favorite memories is riding on the Cedar Valley nature trail with my parents and my brothers. Mm. And we would, once a year we would go and we would ride 50 miles from Cedar Rapids to Cedar Falls. And then the next day we would ride back. And on one of those trips, I was the eldest kid. So I was like, all right, I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to let loose my bike as fast as I can. And I'm going to drop these suckers, these suckers (laughs) being my family. And then, uh, so I like, I'm flying. I feel like I'm like, all by myself and like really owning this and I turned around and my dad is immediately behind me oh because he <laughs> so knew I felt, the mom- I felt the moment of freedom but I also realized you know people who are twice as big as you can just ride faster than you right so, well period. and I'm, so. I'm sure he sensed that you were ready to make your move and he's all like not <laughs> not on my clock young lady yeah well I you know it's probably for the best because it going into Cedar Rapids is pretty busy so busy traffic <laughs> yeah. so you're right you're right yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, um, I, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning, today's interview is with Jeff. He's the executive director, actually the new executive director for the Dream yes. Team. Yeah. And, of course, we've done several episodes about the Dream Team with various, you know, we interviewed some of the kids. We interviewed the previous executive director. I just love hearing about the organization and all that they do. Absolutely. They just do so much good for the cycling community and for the kids that are a part of the organization and I just, 
I'm looking forward to get to know Jeff a little bit better. Yeah, he's cool. I got to ride with him because, of course, before he was executive director, he was a volunteer with the organization. So I got to ride with him a couple times last year. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, you know, the Dream Team teaches youth how to properly ride a bike. But, man, like, think of the, the physical and mental health benefits as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such a special opportunity for the kids to have um, and such a important part of, I don't know, the bike community of the future. Yeah. I mean, the community aspect to me is golden. Like as an awkward teenager, man, so valuable to have. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole incentive of if you get to ride all of Fragbri, you can keep the bikes that you've been training on. Yeah. I mean, that really adds another level to the experience where I probably could have used that encouragement as a kid. Right. I know. So Jeff's going to tell us all about it. But I think before we start this interview, you were telling me a few things before we started recording that I think you want to share. Oh, yes. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Brenda Hayes from Teen Cuisine. I know she's a podcast listener, so I just wanted to say hi, Brenda. (laughs) And I can't wait to try some excellent rag rag cuisine. (laughs) Mm, Yum. And while we're doing shout outs, I just wanted to say Hi to Tony Recker, who has messaged us on Facebook saying, what's up? And he's a podcast listener. So, hey, Tony, I hope you're getting some bike rides out there. And maybe we'll see you on the trail sometime when there's less snow. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a listen to Jeff and the Dream Team. All right. Well, I'd like to welcome Jeff to the podcast. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Murph. How are you doing? Good. And Jeff is the executive director of the Dream Team. And we've had someone from the Dream Team on multiple times to talk about this amazing organization. And it's really nice to uh, have the new executive director, right, Jeff? That is right. I started uh, September 1st of last year, um, replaced Brian O'Leary. Oh, yes. And we've had Brian on a, on a couple times. So it's going to be nice to hear more about the Dream Team and uh, hear you, Jeff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for having me on. I got a real big passion for this team and, and really love the youth and the mentors. So I am really excited to talk to you about the Dream Team and what it means to me and and this biking community that we all like. Yes, I I also have a really soft spot for the Dream Team. I was lucky enough to get to ride a couple times with the crew last year and you. And yeah. um, just knowing the great connection that the Dream Team has with Ragbri, which I don't want to spoil that. So let's start out by, can you give the listeners just kind of an overview of what the heck the Dream Team actually is? Yeah, uh, the Dream Team. Uh, we're a five five month mentorship program. Um, we work with um, forty to fifty youth uh, throughout a five month uh, time period, and we help them develop a positive approach, or, or you know, kind of teach them some life lessons just by using uh, the power of a bicycle. Mm-hmm. So, life one pedal at a time is is kind of what we do. You know, so. I want to make sure that we all know that even though we ride a bike and we, you know, we got 50 youth out there on a 
bike that we're not a bike club. We are mm-hmm. we're really a mentorship program helping the youth develop a positive approach. So we just happen to use the bike. The, the bicycle, as you know, you can't go anywhere if you don't pedal it yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, so the youth, they have to get up on that bike no matter kind of what the weather's like out there, whether it's hot, cold, tired or not. And and they have to go from point A to point B on on their own, just kind of like what you do in life. You know, you got to just kind of go through it. But also the bike is it's a team sport. And, and that's what Dream Team tries to do is we try to develop a family around these youth. And when when that hill looks too big to go over or it's cold or it's hot you got a family around you someone that gives you some positive encouragement just Mm -hmm. like like you need those people in there to to help you through some of life's challenges and 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 to develop a a positive approach to it Mm -hmm. so that is really cool to see that happen yeah and to connect with that i have both a memory and also a memorable moment that i'll share really quick so the memory is when i got to ride with you all last um i guess it was spring before ragbri and i happened to pick the week when you guys were doing practicing hills which uh, nobody told me that ahead of time but you know what i went and it was awesome and we were kind of in the middle of nowhere Um, And I wasn't familiar with the surroundings, but I kind of kept seeing, like, wait a minute, I think we were already on this road. And it was pretty fun. And I was biking with a young girl who was a little bit wiggly on her bike. And her teammates kept saying, you know, hey, make sure you keep your head moving forward. Always look forward. You know, don't look around at us. And it was so neat to see other kids training this girl And then after we got done riding, I found out that this is the first time that she's ever been on a bike in her life. Like at this point, you know, she went from not even knowing how to bicycle to going up these hills. It was just crazy. Yeah. Last year, it was wild. We had, uh, I bet, eight youth that didn't know how to ride a bike Mm -hmm. or had very limited Uh, experience on a bike and we started with them in april and a group of mentors uh we we kind of took them and set them apart from the others up on a flat surface and we just started from the beginning on how to balance on your bike how to come up to a stop sign and brake and how to shift and my my garmin watch was going crazy because They'd never seen me have that many steps before in, in a short <laughs> period of time. I was running behind someone trying to balance them, you know? <laughs> and it's cool. And I, th- I think I know the young gal you're talking about. Um, she she ended up being one of our m- most solid writers. Yeah. Strong writer. Uh, she was very articulate and a very, very good spokesman for the Dream Team when uh, she was out on Rag Bry and and she's she signed up to come back this year so we're oh, looking forward to it that's good and it's everything that you explained it worked because yeah. you know she learned a new skill she learned a lot about herself and now she's coming back to teach others so that is awesome yeah and 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 along along that you know you talked about the other youth kind of encouraging them that that's a skill that's hard to teach and 
but but it happens and our older writers they come along these new youth and they remember the time that they struggled and and needed some encouragement and help and they they take pride in helping their teammates be very solid writers and very safe and they they help them call out and 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 make sure that they are safe out there and other writers are safe so Mm -hmm. that's neat to see our older writers uh helping our our young writers as well yes and that goes back to my other uh tiny story i wanted to share um, about experienced writers i was having lunch in a neighboring state in just a random restaurant and I was wearing a rag bride sweatshirt, and one of the guys working actually came over to say that he liked my sweatshirt and that he was a former dream teamer. And no you way. would not believe, like, you could just feel the warmth coming from him. Like, I learned so much from that. And he was he was very proud to be a dream teamer. Oh, wow. That, that is cool. I came up to you and tell you that. Yeah. Um, another something similar to that um we had our uh we have leadership meetings um, once a month and we just had our leadership meeting um sunday and uh we had a former dream team mentor pass away uh here in the last couple of weeks um, he rode in 2004 or eight way before my time mm-hmm. um but at the funeral um a former dream team uh youth was there and this this youth is now married and has 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 their own family but he was recalling all the memories he had about that mentor and oh, how wow. they his life uh he was talking to the family about what he learned and the encouragement and the support and the sense of connectivity or connectness that he had mm-hmm. with with just everyone so that was that was a moving story um, and, and it's cool to see what, what the team does and impacts youth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been going on for a long time. I know you had a big anniversary last year, but yeah. do you want to maybe give the listeners a little idea of the partnership with RAGBRAI, which kind of goes back to how it started? Yeah, yeah. So um, you're right. We had our 25th anniversary last year. So we are entering into our 26th season this year, which is amazing. Um, it started um, it started back in 1996. Um, a small group of bike enthusiasts, uh, led by uh, Jim Green Greeny, everybody mm-hmm. knows Greeny, you know, um, from Ragbri and Ragbri and Bike World and Riverfront YMCA. Um, they just kind of wanted to help the youth in the Des Moines area experience RAGBRAI uh, and give them that unique opportunity to do something they may not otherwise get the opportunity opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. So then in 1997, the first uh, team of Dream Team went across the state on RAGBRAI. Yeah, RAGBRAI kind of was instrumental in founding Dream Team. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that and thinking about Ragbri. It's kind of cool. Ragbri is kind of like Dream Team's older brother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of look at it that way. Um, Ragbri knows it's the reward. It's the goal the youth set for themselves in, in early February when we start onboarding the youth. So it knows it's a reward. So when, when the youth finally make it to Ragbri after a long season, 
Bragg Bragg wants to take care of them, make sure the kids are treated like royalty out there. So as a big brother, they look they, they look after Dream Team during the week to help us find campsites. And luckily the campsites are close to showers. That's mm-hmm. always the positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help us with unforeseen problems, you know, weather rolls in or something, right? Bry's right there. So they just they just want to take care of us. So we got a strong partnership with Ragbri. Uh, we appreciate everything they do. And then, you know, Dream Team is helping Ragbri out as well because we're, even though we're a mentorship program, we're also training the next uh, generation of a bicyclist and developing a, a love for biking and community and Ragbri and all the experiences that go along with that. Oh, definitely. And there is, uh, I know you can look it up on Ragbri. Um, either social media or maybe even the website, but seeing all the Dream Team and their mentors come in to the river at the very last day of Ragbri is really emotional to see everybody wearing their jerseys and they're so excited that they've made it across the state. And I know that Dream Team is way more than that moment, but wow, for people lucky enough to be there when it happens, it's very moving. It is. Yeah, we come in two by two in formation, uh, all decked out in our official Dream Team jersey, saying our little chant. People can hear us coming from a long ways away. And last year, uh, Matt Piffin, uh, he, about halfway to the dip site, he started leading us in on his Ragbri, in his Ragbri car with the lights of flashing. Nice and got there and then matt took the time with all the other chaos going on and greeted every single and congratulated every single one of our youth as they rolled in mm. two by two and, and stood there there's a photo out there of him doing that somewhere and the impact the on the youth and then the pride the youth are feeling going i just accomplished something that i didn't think i ever could mm-hmm. and, you know, I've struggled. I've struggled in school. I've struggled at home. I've struggled with whatever it might be. But back in March, I set a big goal, and I dreamed really big, and I just accomplished it. Yeah. And to be part, and to be part of that, and to witness that, like you said, it's, 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 it's moving. Yes, definitely. And speaking of connections to Ragbri, um, you're. Uh, Ragbri is headquartered in Des Moines, and so is the yeah. Dream Team. Yeah. And you guys are kind of merging. You've got a new home base this year, right? Oh, you're letting the kind of the, I guess it's not a secret anymore because we kind of announced that. <laughs> nope. Anniversary party, yeah. So, yeah, we got a new home base, and uh, we're excited. But before we kind of go into that, I, I want to throw out a big shout-out, a big thank you to Dot Dash Meredith. Mm. They have a warehouse. It's we've named it 307, the 307, and they cleaned out a space for us. They showed us hospitality. They let us park there, and over the last four or five, six years, uh, they've helped keep Dream Team together and and gave us a place. Mm-hmm. But but this year, Ragbri, they got a new home. Uh, We've already got it named the 501 it's down on 501 Scott Avenue here in Des Moines. And so we've already got it named 501. And we have a warehouse or a little corner in their warehouse. I shouldn't say little, 
it's basically doubling the size that we currently have. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're up to uh, 1,600, 1,800 square feet. It is going to allow us to spread out our bike repair area, our support area. We won't have to have bikes packed on top of bikes trying to get them crammed in and out, you know. So we are really excited for this this new area. It's close to all the trails that we ride. Mm -hmm. So we might have to go a block or two and then we're on the trails to take off on our rides. And a little secret, need everybody to stay tuned and follow us on Facebook on Dream Team Des Moines. Uh, there's gonna be a ribbon cutting ceremony coming up here in a Ooh. couple months. Uh, we, yeah, I, here, consider this your uh, invite, Murph. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we want you there. Uh, I don't know when it is, though. Uh, I got a good idea when it's going to be, but I got to get some uh, clarification before I put it all out there. But it will be before we launch our first outdoor training. So be looking for a big ceremony of ribbon cutting of Dream Team's new headquarters. Excellent. And you said Dream Team Des Moines is the Facebook page, right? Yeah, Dream Team Des Moines. I love it. I will try my hardest to be there. I, I'm excited for you. You bet. Yeah. Okay, so you are the um, new executive director since August of last year. And so you'll have a new team of Dream Teamers, probably new mentors. Can you give us like maybe a brief synopsis of your experiences before becoming executive director? And then also what you have planned for this year? Yeah, um, this is, I'm starting my sixth year with Dream Team. Oh, okay. So uh, the first year on Dream Team, I started out as support. And uh, wow, uh, I just want to shout out to our support mentors who run our support crew. Uh, I was a lot of work trying to keep the youth and team fed, moving equipment from our launch point to turnarounds, campouts. Mm -hmm. A lot of work keeping the team going down the road. So I decided that wasn't for me. So I started riding. <laughs> and, <laughs> And um, the 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 writing changed me. We we already we already talked about you know the eight youth or so that couldn't ride, and then seeing them ride and get stronger and stronger throughout the year, and, and then finish ride bribe. You know, I had I had a young man's uh, dad come up and talk to me last year, and you know as as we all, we all have birthday parties growing up and everything. And he said, you know, for my son's 15th birthday, this was the first time he had asked to have friends over oh. because dream team had given him the confidence to know that he was okay and that people liked him wow. and that he had something to contribute. And you talk about a heartwarming feel, you know, uh, knowing this youth had the confidence to have some friends over for the first time. That, that was just amazing. Oh, so yeah. that that's kind of a quick experience of Dream Team. Mm -hmm. um, there's some mentor stories out there. Uh, these youth, they'll get the hooks into you. Uh, we have one mentor, life's, you know, life's always changing. She had to move out to Ohio and we talked and talked and she said, Jeff, I miss the dream team. So I said, come back and be a mentor. And we kind of laughed about that from Ohio. But last year she made 50%, which what we ask of our mentors to make 50% of her training rights. She, she drove back from Ohio. Wow. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> back, and she's coming back this year. Oh my gosh. That is so awesome. So, 
yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's amazing. She, she's great, and I'm glad she is. The youth love her, and uh, she puts miles on her car, though. So. Uh, it just goes to show you that the Dream Team is so much more than just the bicycle. Yeah, and we, we talked a lot about Ragbri and everything, and Ragbri is great, but i got to remember, Ragbri is the goal, the reward for all the hard work that they put in. Mm-hmm. A lot of these youth, come, they've never had to set a goal like that, or they've never dreamed they could accomplish something that big, you know? So to see them accomplish something, there, there's time, you know, talking about driving back from Ohio and stuff, there's times I show up to training practice and I've talked to other mentors, same thing. We don't want to ride, you know, long <laughs> day at work in the corporate world or whatever, and you're tired or the weather's just not right. But you get there and you see the smiles on these kids' faces and they're laughing and they're teasing each other as they pump up the pump up their tires and put water in their water bottles. It's, it, it changes your whole attitude. Um, there's not many guarantees in life, Murph, but um, if you're a mentor with Dream Team mm-hmm. and, and, and you really pour your life into these youth, they will change, they'll, they'll change you as well. Oh, so that's, wow. yeah. And it, so I think you also asked me about what my plans are. Yeah, for Ragbri 50, you know, it's going to be Rag- a big year for everyone who does Ragbri. But I'm assuming the Dream Team will probably have a few extra things happening, too. Yeah, we're going to have a few extra things. As, as I kind of said, you know, we treat Rag uh, Dream Team as a family. And then in August, we have a celebration banquet after uh, Dream Team is over to celebrate our successes and stuff. And and then it's kind of done until March of the following year mm-hmm. with that family, with that family mentality, just a little bit that do you start missing us? So this year uh, we, we started having some optional rides for them. We rode the uh, ride Bryce fall ride and half our team showed up for that. Mm. We've had uh, ugly uh, Christmas sweater party and some other parties for them. So that's one thing that's kind of new that we're really solidifying this family feel and everything but for the 26th season of dream team and the 50th season of ride bright we have set a large goal of 50 youth mm-hmm. 50 mentors for ride bright's 50th that is awesome yeah we are yeah we're excited about it we are up over 50 youth now i think uh, i just got an email or so right before um you called me and uh sent out some information to a youth that put us at about 52 youth we're currently at 35 40 mentors still could use another dozen mentors or so but we're going to get there for the 50 and and then then we're off and running for the 50 50 50 this year yeah. and we're, we're, we're excited we're excited <laughs> that's awesome okay so it sounds like you know, you're pretty set as far as the youth goes. So can we talk a little bit more about like the mentors? Like yeah. what exactly, you know, what kind of trainings involve? What do you do with the kids? Like what are the mentors responsibilities? Yeah. Um, the mentors, first and foremost, you gotta, you gotta love kids. Uh, our kids are ages 13 through 18. Mm-hmm. 
they come to us with uh, some sort of professional referral from a counselor, therapist, or, or someone along those lines. So you, you have to have some patience, you know, with youth. You got to love biking because we, we use a bicycle as, as our instrument there. But beyond that, just be ready to have a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So the training, you know, we start our onboarding, we're ready to start our onboarding of youth here in February. And that's where we start teaching our youth or teaching, uh, telling our youth about uh, their goal. And the goal is RAGBRAI and we're gonna have them work hard. Our youth will have between 1,000 and 1,500 miles on their bikes by the time they hit RAGBRAI. Unbelievable, so, that is just fabulous. We, we put a lot of miles in. Yeah. We, we, we want to be prepared for RAGBRAI and then we just help them dream big. So that, that's kind of how February works. And then in March, we start uh, some indoor training at the Y. We meet on Mondays and Thursdays from uh, 7, 8.30. We do some spin classes, cardio, and some team building. It's, but it's primarily about learning to getting no team, getting to know one another, uh, Inevitably, there's always some youth out there that wants to challenge the mentors to a tug-of-war contest or something like that. And like I said, I've been on the team six years, and I don't ever remember winning a tug-of-war contest against the <laughs> youth. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I'm just not winning the tug-of-war. So uh, <laughs> so we do that, and then, then we head out uh, outdoors in April. We ride Mondays, Thursdays from 5 to dark. And then Saturdays are our longer rides. We start from start about eight and go to noon, two o'clock, or until the ride's over. Um, our April rides uh, they're shorter, so we want to start building some confidence mm -hmm. in our youth, you know, and, uh, and and getting them familiar with the bike and the community and the surroundings. So we may pop out on what is known as the Carl Voss trail around Des Moines area and head out to Easter Lake, or we may head up on the great Western trail up to, um, up to Cummings. And, um, that's our turnaround and just ride that a couple times and really get comfortable on the bike. And then we hit May, you know, any good cyclists know that when you have hills that have names on them, they're a bit <laughs> bad, you know, big bad hill. So we, we start out on some of our longer hills and we got we got one one trail that heads up. It's the Neil Smith Trail, heads up to Sailorville Lake, Cherry Glen, and it's the damn hill. It's and it's got seven percent grade on it, or a little over that. You know, our youth don't see it coming and all of a sudden we hit it and we head up it. And we got a sleepy hollow route, the sleepy hollow hill. Uh, we got a white church hill, we got a soccer bomb hill. The soccer bomb hill, that's the one that you rode with us. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, that was the one that coming. We had to take a little detour, go around the Walnut Woods, and then we hit the soccer bomb hills. And um, so we start preparing for anything that RAGBRAI could potentially throw at us. Mm -hmm. So mentors, they, they just encourage the youth along the way. We help the youth get to the top of the hill. We tell them, hey, just keep pedaling one pedal at a time. We'll get there. Um, and I, you have to, at least I'm thinking about this while I'm listening to you, you know, all of us that have done RAGBRAI before, uh, you learn pretty quick in your week whether or not you have done the right training. And 
there's no way around it. I mean, you either train or you don't. So to think about when I was 15 years old, I don't know that I would have had the discipline to train for five months for RAGBRAI. So I can see how having a mentor, somebody who's like-minded, likes biking, you know, has a great attitude, would make or break someone. Yeah, uh, our mentors are key into keeping these youth motivated and encouraged. Um, we we develop really close relationships with them. We mm -hmm. ride in, we ride in groups of a couple mentors to three or four youth, and we begin to talk about anything and everything. We have one youth; she has an interest in forensic science. Mm we start talking about forensic science and and the shows on tv and then and then all of a sudden you start talking about the roadkill alongside the road and wondering <laughs> what state of decomposition that that roadkill is in you know so you, you got to be able to talk a wide variety of stuff and and just be patient with the youth uh we develop a safe family around them and our mentors that's one thing we haven't or have I've failed to mention or haven't mentioned yet we've been here 26 years dream team and we're a 100% volunteer based organization That's so our amazing so our mentors are all volunteer they're they're the greatest mentors there are mm. out there I believe um, I may be biased but I don't think so uh, they give approximately 150 200 hours of their time throughout our five-month season to invest into these youth mm and to help them get over these hills or or these hot days, whatever. Uh, last year, I think we rode in some hail, got caught out in a hailstorm once. So um, that's what a mentor does for us and does for the team and does primarily for the youth. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that it's a volunteer. The whole organization is volunteer-based. Like, that's hard to grasp. But I will say, you know, kind of to piggyback onto that, so let's just say somebody out there listening um, is really motivated, like, wow, I want to be part of the dream team, but maybe they don't have the hours to devote. I'm assuming that you have a way for people to actually donate financially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a way for people to donate financially. If they go to our website, www.dreamteamdemoines.com, all one word dot org um that's our website page um there's a donate button there that they can get online to donate mm -hmm. they can search us out on venmo uh dream team des moines or on paypal um so there's multiple ways that people can donate financially mm -hmm. uh, and then if they do have time and they want to commit to it, what's the process to maybe try to become a mentor? Yeah, get to dreamteamdemoines.org, our website page. Uh, our email address is out there, info at dreamteamdemoines. Shoot us an email and say you're interested in uh, becoming a mentor. Uh, we will get back in contact with you. We're going to have a Dream Team Mentor informational meeting um, coming up here the first part of February. Mm, okay. After that, we will have a full commitment meeting where we go more in depth in the season so they can learn more about the team that way. And if you live in Ohio, you could maybe carpool. You could carpool <laughs> that ride shorter. That is 
That is right. Yes. You could also, you know, they could also look us up at the Bike Expo. We're going to be at the Bike Expo. Okay. Uh, and we're up here at the end of the month. Yep, that's January 28th, and uh, the okay. Bike Expo is free to attend. And so I'm assuming you'll have a booth there? Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a, a booth presence there. We're going to have uh, mentors. We're going to have some youth there. We're going to have some fun giveaways. We're going to have uh, a quiz where people can sign up for a chance to win some uh, Bike World gift cards. Cool. So we've got some really cool things uh, planned at our uh, at our booth and would love for people to stop by and say hi mm -hmm. and learn all about the Dream Team. Excellent. And, and then everyone um, hopefully knows this by now if they're listening to this podcast that during the day is the Bike Expo and that's held by the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And then that night is when we all find out Ragbri 50's route. So um, yeah. will you be represented at that event as well? Yeah. We're going to have a couple tables there. So we're going to have some uh, Dream Team mentors wandering around that route announcement party. Look us up. Say hi. Um, find out more about Dream Team. We would love to uh, have you as a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be an epic season. It's going to be awesome. Definitely awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to add? You know, maybe uh, something to help us remember Dream Team? Yeah. First of all, I want to say thanks for having me. Uh, it's been fun. Before you started recording, I kind of told you this is my first podcast. Yeah. So it's been fun. It's been it's been interesting. So thanks for helping me along through the questions and everything. I've, I've enjoyed it. Awesome. Uh, but I, I guess I want to leave everybody with some soon-to-be very famous quotes by some dream team youth okay. and how the team has changed their lives. So I'm just going to kind of roll through some here. It gives me a passion for writing. It has changed my life by me writing for the first time to make me feel good. Mm. Dream team is very supportive. It helps me feel confident in myself. It's taught me how to keep trying and trying even though I want to quit. I haven't got I've gotten much better shape, even though, I'll, and I've made a lot of new friends. Hmm. It's helped me mature and be a better person. Dream Team has given me a fun activity to take part in and has given me many friends. And finally, Dream Team has helped me become more confident in myself and in what I do, knowing when to ask for help and when not to be shy. So... I absolutely love it. And I bet you, I mean, those quotes were from the youth, but I would almost guess a few of your mentors could say some of the same things. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, Jeff, Executive Director of the Dream Team, thanks for coming on the podcast. And uh, I look forward to any and everything that I see about the Dream Team going forward. Awesome. Again, thanks, Murph, and you're invited to ride with us again. We appreciate you. Awesome, and I'll see you at the Bike Expo in Des Moines. Yes, you will. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, thank you. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!